ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. Quick recap, I feel like this shouldn't take too long, but you all were um, in the warehouse with uh, Gazram, um, Salira, and Lorthun. Um, Jesse, you uh, unexpectedly had the floor come out from under beneath you, and Sir Lauren fell down a Matrix-style chute um, with slime and water, and you, f- you went on for a while, and then bloop, popped out into the dark lake um, and you're kind of floating placidly in there. Um, and not long after that, Chris Blackheart, uh, your quote-unquote son, uh, splashed into the water and you heard him yelling, Dad! Dad! Yes. The rest of you um, fought in this trap-riddled room where Gosrum was pulling levers and making all these weird contraptions kind of attack you. Um, and all these trap doors constantly kind of open. You all and the Dwergar, with the help of a giant fireball, um, took out um, Gosrum and Lorthrun. Uh, Rostos, you popped out his eye, so you have an eye of a beholder, um, the central eye. And Juniper, you followed Salira, and she went down the secret passageway. Or maybe it was Caliban who found it. We were all down there <clears throat> yeah. at different points, and it got really icky. And, yeah, uh, there was a bunch of um, Zentarum, but they weren't like the normal agents or soldiers they were just people and they were hiding from you all and Salira didn't want you to mess with them and sort of as a moment of protest before you could do anything to her she drank a poison vial and that melted out her mouth and throat and esophagus and stomach um Juniper you found uh, a ring of keys Mm -hmm. that she had um and Trying to think what else. You all did let the women and children go. One of them kind of gave some lip to Rostos and Caliban and took a hatchet and vowed uh, to destroy you all. Uh, He left, and then you are left with 13 men um, that are all tied up. Um, And just to bring this up, in case listeners or whoever else isn't sure why they're doing this, Caliban has a scroll that's sort of a perverted version of a summon greater demon and what it allows you to do is summon an even greater demon than you would normally be able to uh, summon if you make a sacrifice of an unwilling mortal life humanoid mortal life um, their plan is to do this in order to get a garistro is that correct yes yes we figure about a baker's dozen we'll do it <laughs> 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 um, so the reason they want to summon a Garistro is they need a heart of a Garistro to complete the um, the ritual that should be able to um, help control or help uh, trick or help do something with the demon lords. I'm not sure how much detail we went into what that'll do, um, but um, you were told this by the uh, Society of Brilliance um, that this is what you must do. You all took this. So, we are going to begin in the cold, dark, placid waters of the Dark Lake. And, um, Sir Lauren, you have been floating in this lake for a while. Um, 
What's your familiarity with the Dark Lake? I, because you, I, your character wasn't here when we were at the Dark Lake. You were, uh, you were playing Nico at that point. So, what does Sir Lauren know about the Dark Lake? What's his familiarity with it? Well, uh, I'd say uh, if I had ever traded with Slugop, Slugop, yeah, you got Slugop. Yeah, so if uh, I'd ever traded with them, they're, I mean, they're kind of weird fish people. So, I don't know how much they'd have, and they'd lived in, you know, they wouldn't have. They had, like, such weird shit to trade, so... Yeah, I, I mean, they lived in mud and crap, yeah. but, I mean, at the same time, I think you would have definitely passed through there, because it would have yeah. been... It's along the lakes of it. And I suppose they weren't as the crazy as when we encountered them yeah. prior to this, so... Yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd imagine since we... We also walked uh, past it to get to Neverlight Grove, I believe, right? Yeah, around the we sort of shores the, of it. Like, we were, like, the banks east, going north. Yep. Okay. Uh... And you're from... I, I don't know if I'd do any trading with them. You're from Gracklestuck, yeah. right? So, I mean, the Dark Lake runs right up into it, and they have a little... Oh, okay, yeah. A little, like, port oh, there almost. Right, that's right, so, that's right. you probably know the dangers of it. <laughs> so, I guess the reason I'm asking this is, like, how are you reacting? You also can't see right now, because you gave up your... Oh, yes. ...ability to see in the dark. So you can't see anything. And all you hear for a while is just sort of, you know, some dripping, a few splashes. You don't hear the sort of like waves kind of hitting the shore. Eventually, I guess I'm asking then, how are you handling this situation? Uh, so I'd say, you know, if I'll, if I'll hit the water, um, is the water deep at this point? I mean, you didn't, you sure as fuck didn't feel anything when you hit the bottom, or you didn't hit the bottom or anything, so, you know, I, I assume that you swam back up, um, or were able to float back up, um, so, yes, deeper than 10 feet, you know, okay, however far so you went down. Deeper than 10 feet? Uh, so I will... I will uh, cast Water Walk on myself. Uh, plate armor, so I imagine I just it'd be not good. Probably. So I will do that. So I get to the top of the water and can walk on it. Cool. You are standing on this sort of moving surface, this undulating surface, and it is completely pitch dark. Yeah. So we'll take a step back as I hit the water. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, yeah, hit the water. Uh, and as I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure I hit it. <laughs> the the water splashing out was massive. I'm yeah. heavy as shit. I, I think my total weight is like 200 something pounds smashing it just on what I'm carrying. I have this armor on and everything, so I probably hit the water. And uh, he's, you know, he's he he's not quite sure what's happening. Kind of getting back to to reality. Uh, he hears, you know, this. Uh, this uh, dad in the background. Yeah, eventually you do hear a splash. Yeah. And you do hear s someone cry out, Dad! Dad! And so as he's, he's kind of like at the top of the water since, you know, he hit the water, essentially he knows he's going to drown and I imagine, you know, dwarves, I, don't, I can't actually imagine if dwarves are good at swimming or not. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, um, a, I can't imagine it. I, think, so I, I like to think that it would almost depend on what dwarf it is, right? Yeah, yeah, um, I guess you're right. And you all, I mean... 
you all grew up close enough to the Dark Lake to where people are probably familiar with it. You know, there'd be sailors and stuff. I, I don't think it would be out of the question. Weekend, okay. lake, weekend lake trips with the family. So probably the, the reaction to just uh, make sure he doesn't drown, just kind of uh, instinctual, like almost uh, just a rapid response of, holy shit, I just hit water. I have to do this right now. I'm going to sink to the bottom kind of thing. Yeah, so you cast Water Walk on yourself. Um, and so and then I'll be able to float at the top of the water, yep. you know, like you were saying. And, uh, and, you know, eventually I hear that, but, uh, you know, in his head, he's just laying there on the water for a moment and just smashing into the smashing into the water and this near-death experience, then hearing eventually uh, this, uh, this call of, like, Dad. It flashes back to his former wife and son who... We're killed in this raid, uh, his wife Sarah, like, and the last thing he remembers is his son yelling that before he was killed oh, as shit. well in the what? raid on the trading caravan. What? And so uh, he's just laying there floating on the water, kind of remembering this, and it's like, oh, like, yeah, this is the reason I'm taking this. What the fuck? It snaps to me, he's like, that's the reason I'm taking this kid on as my son. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. So then. Echoing from your the the past of your mind to the future, you know these two voices sort of meld together into this cry out for dad. Um, was your son young? Uh, I'd say uh, uh, so. Around the same age as Chris Blackheart. I have it where uh, Sarah and uh, Lauren were married for fifty years. Fifty. I'm a dwarf. I could live a long time. Yeah, but does her name have an H at the end? Yes, it no? does. S E R A H. Oh. Oh, like Sarah. Sarah yeah, Lord. Yeah, 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 it's nice. Uh, and so I was like, uh, you know, 40 years after that. But uh, yeah, watched his sudden uh, wife die in the raid on their caravan. So Hemoth is aware of this as well. Uh, yeah, so like, he, yeah, here's his son calling out, and it kind of like slaps the reality uh, of Chris actually yelling it out. Um, Chris can see in the dark. Yes. Unlike you. Absolutely. Um, so you hear him splashing towards you, um, and he eventually kind of sees you, he sees you walking on top of the water, um, and he, <laughs> and he um, uh, swims his way towards you. He's like, Dad! Dad! We gotta, we gotta get to shore! I hold up my shield, cast light. Oh, I wouldn't do that, Dad. You cast light, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no! Uh, and it just you see you see a very wet uh, Chris Blackheart in front of you, and you can kind of the Dark Lake is, as its name implies, very fucking dark. Yes. So you can't see down below. Do I do I see what a shore looks like to me? You don't see the shore in any direction. It'd be so fucking scary. That I will quickly say which way to my son. I which way. I don't know. And I'll just grab him and I'll start running with him, dragging through through the water, west. Okay. Uh, so you choose a direction. Yes. Um, I think you're gonna have to roll a d20. Do you want to apply any? Ah, man, I don't think there's anything that gives you a hint. Yeah. If I don't see any, if I don't see any landmarks. Yeah. I'm going. I'm just. We're getting, just gonna roll. A d20. I know I have to get out of the lake. I don't That's think it. we can apply any skills to it. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of there. Real quick, and I should tell you all at this table. Jesse and I rolled for encounters earlier um, based on just rolling on random encounters, right? What he does is going to sort of like change that stuff a little Casting bit. Casting the light spell? Yeah, but 
I mean, let's, let's see what happens. Go ahead and roll a d20, Jesse. Right. And, and just straight up, and then just let me know what you roll. Five. One, four, and five. Three, three, three rolls. Let's go. Okay. Um, you run for a while, and you don't see any semblance of a shore coming your way. And honestly, you see stalagmites, and you see every once in a while a stalactite sticks out of the ground. Every once in a while, you see it sort of kind of the dark lake go off into a cave um, that where it looks to like con- to continue as part of that body of water. But you do not see what could be a shore that would look something close to Slubludop, uh, Gracklestug, or even um, Mantle Dareth. It seems that you're out in the middle of this fucker. And remember, the Dark Lake is not just one contiguous lake. It's like a series of bodies of water that are all kind of connected, almost right. like, you can picture like a bunch of caves and grottos that all kind of pool into each other. All right. Uh, so at this point, Chris is going to say, Dad, turn out the light. I'll kill the light as he says that. And then you notice that there is another light coming up from beneath you. Oh, And it just looks like very, very, very low down there, you can see this bioluminescent green, about three figures sort of circling below you. And they seem to be rising upward. Uh... Uh, I will cast Spiritual Weapon. Okay. And I will have it skip across the ground, the water for me for 60 feet. Make it sound like it's running. Okay. So you skip a Spiritual Weapon. You want to roll a Deception? Sure. Thirteen. Okay, so that happens. You do that. You and Chris stay silent. You notice those glowing green beings, things beneath you, start to go towards your spiritual weapon. And eventually what you see are, do you know what, and I'm going to get this right the first time, exists the chattel is? Yes. Okay. And exists the chattel is like one of those demonic manta rays, right? Yes. You see three of them come up, but what's weird about them is they each have two heads. Oh, God. And they go over <laughs> to your spiritual weapon, and they start mauling that thing and just kind of going to town on it. We don't have to roll initiative if you don't want to. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, fuck. You notice more of those coming from below. Do I have a bead on one of the stalactites coming out of the water? Right, did I see one anywhere close to me? Yeah, yeah, you could you could find one that's um, off just directly to the west direction you were heading in. Yeah, you could head towards that. More and more green two-headed beings coming up from below towards your spiritual weapon. They're completely distracted by it. Quick, I'm checking uh, what I need for this. Do we fight those before? 
They're floating? Yes. Not yeah. Lauren didn't, but way back when we did. Yeah. Okay, sick. That's Next to sausage rolls. All right, so it's mm-hmm. that concentration. Excellent. Okay, so what I'll do then, I will... You could just give me your character sheet right now yeah, if you want to. Fair. How far away would you I'm just say the stalactite was? Um, let's see. When you were, when you had your light going, you could ping it at about 80 feet away from you. 80 feet? All right, then I will do this. I will cast silence on the area that I'm at, 20 feet forward. Okay. And let's see. I towards have, the stalactite. Yes, towards the stalactite. Uh, I'm sorry, stalagmite, Jesse, my bad. Right, sorry, stalagmite, right. T is, yep. T is, the T is down, M is up. That's my bad. Thank you, Kratz. Uh, so yes, I will cast. I'll cast silence. Okay. I have two second level spell slots left, so I'll do it for forty feet as I move forward. Cool. I'm gonna go forty feet as quiet as I like as silenced, and then the bad dash for the last forty. Okay. So you do that whole sequence of events. Um, what happens is you're, uh, they eventually keep on going through that spiritual weapon and realize that it's, there's no corporeal component to this thing that they're seemingly attacking. They hear you splashing in that last 40. And Chris is kind of like swimming along with you when you're pulling him as well. Um, and they start heading in your direction, okay? Why don't we both do an athletic save and see if you make it to that stalagmite, okay? Ooh. Or, uh, I'm sorry, athletics check, my bad. Uh, 16 plus 6, 22. Okay. Um, wow, I got a 20. Oh, <laughs> <fuck me. laughs> you get right up to that stalagmite, and you notice that it's big enough to where you can kind of stand on the side of it. It's very vertical, but you can kind of grasp onto it and pull yourself up out of the water, and you kind of pull Chris up out of there, too. At that last moment, there are about 15 of these fuckers swimming up right around, just... <laughs> Flashing around and biting at your heels. Holy shit. Holy fuck, Dad! Shh, shut the fuck Goodbye, up. Chris. Uh, fuck. I will I'll whisper very quietly to my, my son. Keep quiet. We have to figure out how to get the fuck out of here. You're gonna have to say that louder into the mic, I think. Oh, yeah. Look at oh, yeah. Keep quiet. We have to get the fuck out of here. Alright, alright. I'll keep quiet, Dad. Uh, so let's let's cut back to the party for now, okay? Absolutely. And we'll cut back to you and give absolutely. you some time to think. Absolutely, absolutely. Are they just resting on a stalagmite? They're yeah, holding on to kind of on. clinging on to like a, a giant stalagmite, just kind of up there for like dear life, huh? Yeah. Like a buoy. Yeah, like a big ass buoy, though, right? I'm gonna say the stalagmite goes up at least <laughs> 15 feet in the air, but you're able to kind of cling on to it and uh, and hold on to it, and uh, you have enough to put your feet on, so it's not like gonna exhaust you or anything. But they're right there. Yeah, they're like ununiformly made, so you know. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Oof. Uh, but the exosotils <laughs> are right there. You have to tell every. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the party. You all are in um, Gazram's personal warehouse, the black and white tiled room, um, and you have thirteen prisoners tied up, um, and Rastos, Caliban, and Juniper. You are all there. I think some of you, how are we looking, y'all? Bad. Bad. Not good. 
I whatever healing we got last time has not put me broached above like half my hit points, and I've exhausted almost all my resources. Yeah, I'm very extremely low on spell slots, like, and at about one fifth health. I would say I'm not I'm not like covered in blood or anything, but Juniper's definitely like looks tired as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like we've definitely been more exhausted than we've seen Juniper look, probably right. Yeah, not Jin necessarily, but Juniper. No, yeah, Juniper's on a, on a rope. I'm also pretty beat up as well, yeah. bleeding everywhere. Caliban will go towards Rudy and just get in his protective um, area. The first thing we need to do is leave this area, find a more defensive posture and reinforce it. We need to rest after that. We need to transport ourselves and these prisoners to a better defensive stronghold. I don't know if resting in the Zentarum district is the best idea. Me neither, but it definitely can't happen in this one. He looks to the door and there's just like molten alchemist fire <laughs> leaving a hole in it. We just released many prisoners. They may go get forces to attack us right now. Yes, uh, how do we transport all of these ones that are tied up? Well, you'll be our prison transport. Uh, Juniper, do you have the keys to the warehouses? Yes, uh, Celia, uh, she, she gave me the keys before she, uh, you know, axed herself. One less to worry about. Do you have sort of a, a large sack to put all these people in and drag them around in? It's a negative, Rastos. They do not have a 13-person size sack. They will come with us. They will come with us. They are bound by rope, and they will walk when we tell them to. Well, the good thing is that slaves sort of aren't, uh, you know, something not seen too often around here. It's in your background, so we can leave it to be your speciality. Yes, you put a very special insight on it, you know, what you've done them many times in your life. Could I was a slave, uh, but uh, we all were once. True. <laughs> Not me. I was studying books when you were all imprisoned. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Don't have to worry about being too callous around us. Do we have a? Can we grab some of the clothes or put their cloaks over their heads so no one sees who they are? We don't. We broke down the door of their, their encampment. We're not hiding. I don't think. No, I think we should move out of this encampment into somewhere else. I think we should move into one of the other warehouses inside of this encampment. I agree with Caleb and Rastos. We don't really have anywhere else to go where we could hide 13 people that are currently being chained up by us. Maybe the... Oh, the... Snuff... Neblins would let us keep them there. That's all the way across the settlement. Yes, you want to parade around 13 sacrifices. I mean, yes. people that are currently under imprisonment. We are in an area we know it is empty. It may be trapped in these other warehouses, but it's empty. The Zentarum are all here or gone. We have the keys to the warehouses. Juniper, you should delegate which resources we go to look for traps. All right, well, you know, I can just, you know, just go check out uh, one of the uh, far warehouses, the one that opposite to this one just see if it's uh we can try to open it uh, see if we can barricade it from the inside i'll come with you with one of our friends here rastos do you think you could watch the others yes i can watch them so make sure they don't cry too much we'll be back as quickly as we can sure 
And uh, we'll all survey the baker's dozen of prisoners and pick the scrawniest, scared-looking one. Yep, so you uh, quickly find the scrawniest, scared-looking one. Oh, what are you doing with me? It's okay, let's go. Come okay. on, Jennifer. Um, Fargus, pull out your crossbow and hold it at everyone's face. Fargus yeah. awkwardly pulls it out. Oh you, my God. Do I have to, Mr. Rostos? I'm, well, just, I've been down. Just hold it and look real confident with it. I'm not going to point it at them, Mr. Rostos. That's fine. Okay. But he you, holds it with like the weirdest grimace on his but, face. But if one of them moves, point it at them. Uh, all right. I here, just got to. I just got to remember that there's they're Zentarum and they betrayed us. Yes, they killed our friends. Uh, and here, put the, if you want to, put the arrow in backwards. No, that seems like a bad idea too, Mr. Rossos. I'll just hold it menacingly. Just, just hold it like a guard. Right, like a guard. That's what I am. Look I'm at you. I'm a strong guard. Yes, you are. I, I pat him on <laughs> the head. The prisoner's confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're tied up and... Uh, there's still a giant, giant minotaur there, so. With a tiny, tiny. Yeah, a uh, halfling with him as well, yeah. Um, so for the listeners, I labeled out all these different warehouses. There are 13 in total. The one they are in, we are considering number 13. Um, which number, um, Elliot, Juniper, do you want to go check out? Uh, we'd like to go to the far north, west one, number one, which is... Numero uno. Numero uno. Okay. Um, you approach that shed. Do you bring along one of the... And you go along yes. Caliban with one of the prisoners? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you are standing outside of this Zerkwood-made um, warehouse. It looks... You know, the shapes are different. This one's a little bit longer in terms of its horizontal structure, but they're all pretty much identical, so I'm not going to describe each one, but there is a door with a keyhole. So, uh, you, you there, do you know if this is trapped or not? The other ones were trapped that we checked. Uh, I'm sure, sure it is. I, I don't know. I've never, never been in, 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 in any of them. I don't know. What do you do? I, we just live here, and we learn the ways of the Zentarum, and we help with the trade, you know, make food for people. I'm not a guard or anything. I'm going to slap him. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tell me what you really do here, and if this is trapped or not. I don't know if it's trapped. I've never been in any of these. Does he seem to be on the level? Uh, do you want to roll an insight check? Yes. Both of you all can. I'm not good at this anymore. <laughs> oh, since you have a new character sheet, basically? It's Anton! Subscribe to our Patreon! All your support helps! Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com! Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, look at our Facebook and Twitch! Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes! We're at Studios Estres Super Cool! Yeah! Uh, 14. 18. Uh, 18, you could tell he seems to be telling the truth. Well, perhaps just your ghostly visage of a hand can try. We all back up. It seems like he's unbeknownst to this. Very strange that I forgot to do this the last time we uh, (laughs) went into anything. But yes, uh, uh, from about uh, 25 feet away, I will cast Mage Hand. I'm going to back up further. So I'm 50 or 60 feet away. Can I check for traps with Mage Hand or do I actually have to physically do that? 
Does anyone know? I thought I thought you could use Mage Hand to check for him. It's just five it's five pounds DM's or ten discretion. pounds, depending on what one you have. But I don't know. Just don't. I just don't know. Like if I can feel. Are you using a key or not? Uh, yeah, fuck it. I will just use uh, the keys in the. What key? You have a whole key ring. I assume there are thirteen keys on the key ring. Yeah, more. The one that says number one. There is one that has the Roman numeral I on it. I would like to use that one. Okay. No way. <laughs> uh, Show dog a bone. And then I will, I will, I will mage hand it into my hand and, and stick it in there with the mage hand from 20, 25 feet away. Okay. See if I can pop it open. You click it open. It sounds like a door is opening. Or unlocking, I should say. Cool. Go on in, friend. Move the prisoner to go in first. Oh, oh, mom should buy. Oh, oh mom my should God. buy. Oh, mom should buy. Oh, mom should buy. He walks in. What the fuck does that mean? He just kind of, he has his hands tied and he's kind of hunched over and he walks in and stands there. And he just looks back at you all. What, what am I supposed to do? Let's go walk around, like do a lap. Okay. And I'll walk in after him, shortly after. You can see that this is the um, <clears throat> Zentarum wine cellar. No. <laughs> And there are uh, two, uh, there are many different shelves of, you know, the wine where they would put the, on the racks um, in the bottles. Uh, you can see there is both red wine and white wine. Do you want to check the labels? Sure. Okay. Uh, the red <laughs> wine is the Eleusinian Red. Uh, no. <laughs> table service. As you go back to the back label, it describes it as a deep ruby red that exhibits tightly wound aromas that take time to open. Deep and intense layers of black cherry, earth, freshly ground coffee, warm baking spice, uh, with a palate that is powerful and energetic, full of inky dark fruits, chocolate, and leather. It has a dense fra- uh, frame of tannin that is supported by a supple and full mid palate that leads into a very lengthy, slight dusty finish. Ooh. Um, Calvin will look to Juniper. This is as good a place of any, yes? It's little, if you like wine, I guess, yeah, go get Rastos. Do you notice there's also a white varietal? I'm going to get Rastos. It's, this Caliban probably checks out the we'll stay here, maybe just get everyone, unless we want to investigate more, but just moving from that place no, will be priority seems... one. I will, I will use all of my super rogue movement to go get... Rastos is he goes, I'll read the fucking white There we go. Okay, this is a print. water Davian right. Um, on the back, it says it's a straw color laced with a green tinge. Fresh and effusive aromas of citrus zest, lemongrass, and a delicate white flowers. The palate is energetic and focused, bursting with flavors of lychee, grapefruit, and nectarine. Subtle oak notes support the fruit beautifully and bring an added layer of complexity on the palate. Barrel fermentation and aging create a depth and richness on the finish that provides a balanced contrast to the vibrant acidity. I, I want to know what bottle of wine you've ever looked at the back and it said that and not just like the water Davian white and the Eleusinian red. That's what the bottles work about. That's what I just read. It probably just has a map of Faerun and has like a star where it's No, I'll be the DM here. I'll tell you what it says. The Eleusinian red has a picture of a white tower on it uh, rising above that's water davian uh white has the statues the various guardians is that what they're called walking statues the walking statues of Waterdeep. that's pretty sweet like silhouettes of them i'd like to i'd like to see that wine bottle rastos rastos we found that one in the northwest corner is not uh, trapped if you want to follow me with the rest of these uh prisoners of war i uh I tap Farkas and go, point the crossbow at them, I'll yell at them. 
Uh, he like nervously holds it. All right, okay. everybody, up. We're leaving to the wine room. Let us go drink. They all go to the wine room with you, um, in a in a in a line, um, quickly to the wine room. We close the door behind us and lock it. Yeah, you all are locked up in the wine room. Mm. And we give all the prisoners wine. Let's give them all the wine that they want. As we're walking, I sort of go up to Farkas and I'm like, Ah, oh, that was a good job, Abriel. Good job. You looked really tough in there. Menacing. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ross. It was very uncomfortable, and I would not like to do that ever again. Uh, what would you like to do? Not hurt innocent people. Remember, they're not innocent. That's right. So? I keep forgetting that. I just personally didn't see any of them do anything to us. It's just a, a hard thing for me. You know, demons are easy. Well, you saw what they did. You saw the dead, you know, our dead friends at our hideout. I didn't see these men do that, Mr. Rostos, if you know what I mean. I guess. I saw them have families, and that one kid who spat in your face. Yeah, well, anyone can have a family. It doesn't take a good guy or a bad guy. That's true, but uh, who am I to make that moral judgment if they were good or bad men, or if they were just doing what they had to do for their family, Mr. Rostos? Eh... It's almost like morality is relative. No, not here. It's not. Not with them. Not with them. Okay. Well, bottoms up. And he's gonna have. Uh, he's gonna open up one of those bottles um, with his one of his crossbow bolts and really get a good sense of that deep ruby redness from one of those elysinine reds and experience the deep and intense layers of black cherry earth, freshly ground coffee, and a warm baking spice that comes on the nose of it. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> Rastos looks at the label with all this writing and goes, it's too much writing. And he starts <laughs> scraping it off with an X. Um, okay, let's, uh, you all. I think, I think, yeah, if you're going to jump back, do we try to begin to take wait, a rest? Wait, we got to check room three with all the magic. We shit. can do that later. We're a little help. We need to just stay. Yeah, we need to, we need to. Do you want to do a long or a short? We're going to begin to take a long. Yeah, I would also like to try to re- uh, if the prisoners are... I would like to check their bonds to make sure they're not going to escape. Um, just, just, just tightening them. Just I think I tied them with uh, tied my them. rope proficiency finally. Oh, you tied them pretty oh, good, yeah. right? I can't remember about that. Proficiency. Yeah. yeah I, th- I thought I tied them real oh, yeah, you, good. I forgot you got rope proficiency. Yeah, Joel, Joel let me get the rope roll. <laughs> that's a thing? Nope. He gave it to me because I oh, rope, oh, rope all the He time. always ties that's fucking that's ropes, man. That's right, that's right. Uh, yeah, you can... Um, check all that. Are you all going for a long rest then? Been a try. Mm-hmm. So what does this look like then? Put Everyone just going to sleep? No. Nah, I'd, I'd Wa- people watching. First watch for a couple hours. And again, these are Zirkwood. You said there's not like windows, right? This is a solid. No, yeah, right? they're just warehouses. Yeah. So I'm, it's just listening. I'm just at the door listening. And if I hear battlements or heavy armor, because, you know and just listen and hope for the best. It's really, unless you guys have an alternative plan, but I think it's just- Do, do we have a, anyone have a bit of string somewhere? Perhaps we can tie it to one of the doors and sort of tie a, we can leave the string up here so that when it opens, uh, we see it move or not. I read about this in a book once, the uh, Kalkin effect, yes. Um, no, yes, I do have string. Here you go, do that while I, uh, everyone get settled and they go to bed. Uh, Juniper, I really think you should be the one to tie this to a trap door. I don't know if it's trapped or not, but okay, tie it up. Whatever, he gives a shit. Okay. Tie it up. 
Uh, if he's going to take first watch, I'll meditate for four hours so I can heal up as fast as I can. Or well, what is it called? Trancing? But yeah, yes. but we're going yeah. to pause it there. Don't do anything to your character no. sheets, yeah, okay? No. no that's just... when, when we do tie it up, can we like bring the string all the way back to the room and maybe whoever's on watch, you tie it to your finger or your foot something? I was... So you feel if it's pulled upon? I'm just going to sit at the front door. Okay. With it open? No, they're closed. We locked it. Closed and locked. He's listening. Okay, um, let's cut back to Sir Lauren, who is clinging onto this stalagmite with his, uh, I'm just going to call him your son, um, Chris Blackheart, as the exist. Ex- ah, man. I was doing so well. Exist. 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 There we go. Exisachitol. Exisachitol. Um, as they are sort of swimming around. They're two-headed, and they're sort of glowing this weird green. Uh, so I'm there with my son. No, oh, you know, with Chris. I should just start. I gotta start saying Chris, because he might die. <laughs> I got you know, disassociate from <laughs> feeling, feeling bad if he dies. Uh, I'll turn to him, and I'll say, all right, we, there's not really much we can do here. Um, obviously, I'm trying to be quiet since they're splashing around. Um, and I'll do, I'll say, I can, the thing we're going to have to do is, do you think we should continue going west? I don't listen to what you have to say. Do you keep running the same direction, or do you change it up? I think if we head in any direction, we'll eventually find the end of this lake, right? Then we'll continue. Dad? Then we'll continue west. West. I need you to point me in that direction. The direction we've been running this entire time. I can't see. You can't see? You're, you're a Dwergar. I gave it up for something more. Oh. Way to go, Dad. <laughs> Not now. Right, right, right. Chris. I want you to cast Water Walk on both of us. Because I can do up to ten people when I cast Water Walk. Willing creatures, that is. Okay, so you're going to ritual cast it. So I'll ritual cast it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to cast it yet. I'm telling the plan. Yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to cast that on us. Uh-huh. And then... I'm going to part the water in front of us for a hundred feet the west. We run as fast as we can through it. When we get to the end, wherever the enemies are, I'll create a whirlpool. Because as long as I'm concentrating on the spell, I can manipulate water as I please within a hundred foot cube. When the water comes down on us, we will be immediately expelled to the surface because of water walk, and we will run as fast as we can to the west. I think this is our only hope. What do you want me, what do you want me to do? You're going to run with me. Do not, you have to guide me to shore. Okay. I cannot see. Okay. And I do not want to turn on any lights. Okay. So you point me in the direction that we're going. Okay. And I'll do these things. Can I tell you something? Yes. I don't see the shore from here. Whatever direction you feel, point me to, and we will go. Ooh. Just not the same direction we came from, obviously. Okay. I'm going to go in the same direction that you're going in. Good. Okay. Oh boy. Dad? 
Are we gonna be okay? You will be okay no matter what. Okay. Not the answer I was looking for, but I'll take it. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. I will ritual cast water walk on both of us. Uh, before I do the, uh, before I do the, the, uh, the part in the water, I'll see if I can draw them away for a second by casting Thaumaturgy away from me. Hitting the water is a huge splash. And if I see them move or not move, I really don't care. If I see them even like flinch, I'm going. Opening the water and running for 100 feet while I have the path in front of me. Yeah, so luckily you all are not heading in the same direction where they're sort of swarming at the um, stalagmite. You all are heading in the direction away from where they're sort of gathered around, okay? Okay. So you first cast water walk. Yes. Ritual then, cast on both of us. Okay, so you I ritual cast, control cast water, that. fourth level. And you begin to, to split the water, the water yeah. Moses style. <laughs> the water sort of splits open, right? Unfortunately, the water's so deep. How much water can you control? 100. It's only 100 feet on a cube. In a cube. cube, yeah. Okay, so you don't have enough to get down to the surface of it. That's fine. But you have enough to split it open where then you can walk upon the new surface yeah, the that you've created. Yeah, water yes, surface. Exactly. Yes. You begin to do that, and you all take off, right? Go ahead and give me an athletics check. 19. Ooh, okay. God, I got a 17. You oh all take God. off. That wasn't for Chris. That was for the Exostachia. God, Exostachia. yeah, they're fucking right behind my yeah. ass. So you all take off running, and he's, he's leading you. He's holding your hand as you keep this water, right? And you all are bolting through. They immediately start coming around, and you can kind of see them glowing a little bit behind you, um, up on the sides of the water that you've sort of created. Um, but they are about, I'm going to say about 15 feet behind you. But you can sense that glow from your lack of, uh, is it called umbral sight? I know that's not the term for it. Dark vision, dark. there we go. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, lack of dark vision. Yeah, your lack of dark draw. vision. Sorry. Get umbral sight. <laughs> Uh, while running, I will take every opportunity. I'll say I'll cast light on a knife and throw it behind me. Anything thaumaturgy, constantly trying to just throw off where okay. we're actually running through to mask our sound as yeah. much as I can. Roll a deception check. Oh god, so bad. That's a zero, technically. <laughs> okay, they don't really buy it. You all are making enough of a yeah. motion and movement to where they're 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 sticking with you, but you're still ahead of them. Okay, you're getting to the end of your tunnel of water that you've created, your trench. Okay, and as we get to the end of the trench, I'll then turn the trench behind me where they're chasing us from to a giant, like, vortex. It's going to be like a whirlpool. Okay. And, uh, let's see here. Let me check the exacts of this. I believe it's a strength save to, like, actually control them. Let me see here. This spell has fucking paragraphs about it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it takes, a. Uh, so turn it to a 50-foot square, 25 feet deep, pulling down. Okay. And uh, it'll pull them towards it. Uh, it's an athletics check against my spell save DC. Okay. okay. So you are doing that after you've escaped from your little... So when we hit the edge, like I'll, I'll have you know, the, the wall kind You'll of edges up. You'll run on top of the actual surface. Up, and even if we don't even make the top, we get pushed to the top from okay. water walk. From water walk. And then you're creating and the creating whirlpool. whirlpool right okay. behind us. I'm going to make the save. It's a strength save? Yeah, strength against my save DC, which is, I believe, 15. I rolled... This is fucking incredible. I rolled a 14. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so you start to see these green, as you turn back, you see these green glowing two-headed devil manta rays just sort of be sucked into this whirlpool. And you all are continuing to book it? Well, yeah, we're running forward as fast as I can. He's pulling my hand, I'm sure. Um, for what it matters, I think they actually take damage too. But, um, I mean, not much, but, you know. It's, it's, yeah, there's it, so, I would say it's. I would say it's not even fucking... There's so many of just them. Ignore this yeah, shit. yeah. I don't think we have to do that, but I'll keep it in mind, okay? Yes. Um, but we're, we're charging forward. We're charging forward. I've, I, I'm just saying don't stop. Okay. Don't fucking stop. booking it. Go ahead and make another athletics check to see how hard you all are booking it. Oof. Uh, 12. Okay. So as you're booking it, um, you're just straight up running in that direction. You sort of feel the water kind of like lift a little bit as if like this wave kind of like is picking you up a little bit like something is pushing out a wave a little bit and you notice you look behind and you notice that there are even more green things caught in your whirlpool right but you notice there are ripples huge ripples not quite cresting waves oh no coming and you all are sort of running up and down in these waves and as you look back you just kind of start to see the crest of these two ape-like heads about 200 feet behind you I was hoping he was on top of the head when you were explaining this. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's right. what I thought. But you see the source of the waves emerging two heads. Uh, I will immediately turn away and say, don't ever look behind you as I'm pushing my son I think, as fast I think as I, I see. Can. I think I see the surf. I think run, I think run, I see. run, 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 run. Like, I don't even care what you say. I'm just pushing as fast as I can. It looks like a fucked up settlement. And he is running along with you. He's lo- listening to you. He's not looking back. But you do hear an unholy scream two simian ape-like heads behind you. Oh, Do you look back? Fuck no. Okay. I know it's fucking there. I know it's fucking there. <laughs> right. I'm the fuck out of here. Alright, one more athletics. Uh, 24. Okay. You all book it to high hell um, from hearing that scream. Um, Chris is going to say, what the fuck is that? I, I've not even said anything. Run, yeah, you're run, almost run, beating. Run, run, <laughs> yeah. run. Just saying that constantly. You make it to the shore, and you notice that you are amongst this completely destroyed settlement. Do I know what, direc- uh, do I know what direction I'm in? You notice a familiar path based on the cliff walls and based on the stalagmites and stalactites. You can tell this is where Slew Blue Dop once stood. Oh. So as I'm close to it, it's like I could vaguely see this shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can say that you can kind of like get a sense of it too, uh, of where you're at. Um, I'm assuming that you casted light or something. Well, no, I'll just say like, Chris, what's here? Oh yeah, yeah, he'll describe it to you. That works better. <laughs> Do I know what direction Beth's death is in there? Uh, you would have an idea which what what are you looking for? Menzo Baranzan? No, 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 Mantle Dareth. Oh, Mantle Dareth. Dareth. Min- no, no, no. <laughs> we can yeah. go to yeah, Mantle yeah, Baranzan. Fuck it, dude. I'm going. I'm fucking going. Do it, do it, do it. You know where you're at. You know where you're at now that he described you, and you can say like, okay, this must be where Slew Blue Dock was. I'll say whatever direction, like north, go. Like it's, I'll push over whatever. The water's still now. Go, go, go. We are not waiting here. Okay, for okay, this. okay. But you do not hear any more splashing behind you. That is fine. I'm not. Trying to find out. All right. He leads you down the de- path, the direction that you want to go in. We're going to give you some time, and then we will uh, we'll send you back to Mantle Dareth. Okay? Absolutely. Sound good? Yes. Absolutely. Anything you and Chris want to do along the way? Oh, man. 
Uh, I imagine it'd be like a long time of like kind of silence. I'd probably yeah. ca- I'd probably cast light. I think a lot of huffing point. and puffing. Yeah, once we once we get kind of get out of like what I what I assume would be danger of some you know actually encountering a demon encountering demon lords. I was like, okay, let's. I'm probably like dead side, just like me trying to put that shit together. It's like holy fuck. And then uh, probably cast light eventually, like I can take it from here kind of thing, and start guiding him. Then uh, now I'd probably tell him. Uh, I'd probably like after a while, I'd be like, I start probably telling him stories of me back as a trader, and then going into like current times, just like talking to him. Tell uh, stories like war stories, like your grandpa do, you know, as you're talking sh- about World War Two kind of things. As you're sharing stories about being a merchant, he's sort of sharing stories about growing up um, in most of the time becoming a, a an adult in Mantle Dareth. He's not from Gracklestug, but um, every once in a while he agrees. He's like, I know you've told me this before. You totally haven't told him this before, <laughs> but he's like agreeing with you. Yeah, I heard this story, Dad. It's fucking boring. Just being a little brat, but you're like, this doesn't make sense because I've only known this guy for like maybe a week tops, like maximum a couple days, right? Um, but he he appreciates every once in a while, and he's like, thanks. Um, were we almost boned back there? We're doing our never boned. Hell yeah, dude. All right, so after uh, Sir Lauren's escapades in the Dark Lake with his son, Chris Blackheart... Um, who we decided is approximately the same age your son would be. Yeah. <laughs> had he survived yeah. the... Who attacked the trading um, post that you were at? So uh, it was a group of drow. Of course. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, traveling from, I would say probably from Mantle Dareth to Gracklesta. And... They just took uh, you out. They followed us. Because we had made, you know, good moves. Yep. And uh, we're, you know, I, I imagine where it's uh, from the story I had written from, you know, backstory, which is nice because, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of backstory always gets brushed over upon, yeah. you know. Or never comes to yeah. light, yeah. And uh, where it's like, you know, uh, during this raid, like, I, you know, see that uh, my wife's been killed, uh, you know, I kind of like at the end of the... Uh, the end of the uh, battle kind of thing where it's like you know if you've ever seen Band of Brothers kind of thing where it's like holy shit where's so and so and it's like laying there with like no legs and shit like that but it's like yeah she's she's dead and then you know Hemoth calling me is like you have to get here and like the last moments of my son calling dad is the uh, the only bridge to what happened uh, yeah. before he died as well you know arrows in him draw arrows and if if that hadn't happened he would be about the same age of where Chris Blackheart is now, is, is yeah. kind of the, the connection there. Very good. You all are going to continue heading towards Mantle Dareth, you said? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and so he will lead you along the way. You're use, using light. You're back on familiar roads. Things should be fine. Um, roll a d20 for me. 12. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll let you know what happens there. Absolutely. Let's hop back to Mantle Dareth. We are in the Zentarum uh, quadrant of the settlement, um, and you all are currently in the wine. I swear that Shed One is actually the wine, and everything I read there was written by Chris Perkins. Um, 
and you all are holed up there. Uh, Caliban's currently taking watch, and about after an hour and a half, you hear, do you speak Underdark, Caliban? Um, Undercommon, you mean? I'm sorry, God damn it. I was gonna, you know, not this sounds, but if it was an hour and a half, he's been work just working on that scroll, and he was gonna ritual cast comprehend language as he was working on. Oh, it. see, I believe you. So yeah. any anything that he would have been hearing. Cool. Have, uh, you hear, um, you've been around them enough to understand that this is uh, a drowish variant of Undercommon, and there are quite a few of them patrolling around, and you hear them say things like, "It doesn't seem like anybody's here," and like, and they're saying. Well, they're all gone. All right, start taking all their wares. This is ours now. Oh, fuck. And that's, it's about an hour and a half into it. Those of you who are resting, you can roll for a short rest. And Caliban, because you were casting, yeah, I think that that's gonna be. No way. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's cool. They got it though. And as I hear that, I'll instantly go and shake them quiet, Quiet. There's a drow patrol here. And I'll wake them up. Okay, so you wake up um, um, Juniper and Rastos from their uh, resting states, and you all do not get a long rest. Um, around the room, if I was looking for things that would be useful in barricading a door, what stuff would fit that yeah, category? Barrels, um, again, you know, like the wine cases themselves, or like the, uh, God, I should know this word, but you know where you actually set the bottles onto, you could move those big shelves over in front of it. And then um, in terms of stairs leading downward, anything like that, or is this a single? Um, do you all want to, if you haven't really investigated the room thoroughly, um, I, you didn't see anything, and I don't know if you have time to do that now, but you don't. You didn't see anything. Okay, so first glance, none. Yeah. But we, if we took some time, and again, knowing what sort of latches and things were in the previous room. Yeah. Um, then I'll just wake these guys up, and we'll go from there. There's a drow patrol outside. They say they're sending more in to collect the wares. They're claiming this territory. Hold on one second. No, there's nothing here. No, those clowns. What? Quiet, what? quiet, quiet, quiet. Oh, just starting to dream. You do the clowns? <laughs> Shh, quiet, quiet. <laughs> don't, don't, what, uh, you said that they are just inspecting all the bears here. They said... This is ours now. We need to collect things. So I assume they're going from warehouse to warehouse eventually. Hey. Probably bringing in more reinforcements. Wait, wait. Let us go out there. Show them we have the keys. Try to ally ourselves with them? Or at least have safe passage. Gives a shit. They're probably all going to die through the traps. We could just hold up. Let's listen. If we hear a trap cough, but I'm sure they're very good at disarming these traps. Zendarm are probably better, but they want to get through the door, they get through the door. I say we confront them, just let them know. That's what warehouse uh, number three is ours and everything else they can take. No, that we, just let us rest here. We cleared out the what we could, let's give them the keys. You want to know what I think we should do? 
what is it here? Fortify the door, barricade it. And then these weak, weak men before us, we perform the spell scroll. How long does it take you to do it? There's no way of knowing. I would say at least an hour. Well, we don't have an hour then. We could. We could. If we go out there, we might as well be waving a flag saying, Come kill us now, drow. 